Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! This is Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, a podcast where we gamble on everything and anything. On this episode, we are talking about Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia in an actual boxing match with our guest, Late Night. I'm your host, Andrew Bascom. Let's lose some money. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Welcome to another episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, the 168th episode to be exact. We have so much to discuss, like Ryan Garcia and Gervonta Davis and the many ways to lose money on it. Plus, a UFC fight night because I can't help myself. But before we lose money on this episode, let's recap the many ways we lost money last week. So we made a bunch of basketball bets, basketball series bets, and since no series were over yet and a few are close, we can't tell you how we lost money on those yet. But that being said, we did make some bets for a UFC fight night, and you won't believe this, but we made a bunch of money again on the UFC, only justifying why I talk about it so much. We had Max Holloway to win, minus 155. We had the fight to go to distance, minus 120. And we had the sprinkle on Holloway by decision at plus 175. We also had Edson Barbosa to win at plus 152. The fight ends inside the distance at minus 130. And a sprinkle on Barbosa inside the distance at plus 400. Why didn't I tell you how we did? Did we win? Did we lose? We went 6-0. We won every single one of these bets for not plus 9.5 units. I'm going to jinx it. I don't care. But when you name your podcast Losing Money and we're on a heater like we are, you have to brag. This is our record for MMA in 2023. We are 23 and 11 for a plus 31 units. Meaning if you had bet $10 on every bet, you'd be up $310. I can't believe how good the UFC has been to us. It's a horrible organization in which I hate it so very much, but good God, are we good at predicting exactly what's going to happen? And so, I'm sorry, we are going to mean that we are going to talk more MMA. I just can't believe it. That means we're going to talk MMA happening somewhere. Is, if, is MMA happening somewhere? Omaha, Nebraska. Sure. Middle of nowhere, Russia. You got it. A backyard near you. I will gamble on it. Because we can't help ourselves right now. We're winning money. Again, this is a this week's fight night that we're going to be talking about after a very big boxing match is not a spectacular fight night because who knows? We're going to bet on it because we might win money. That being said, I love talking about boxing, but boxing doesn't love me back. It doesn't give me the fights I want to watch. And hopefully this weekend changes that for us as we're going to talk to Late Night about Garcia Davis. And with bet number two, yeah, baby, we got to win some more money. Oh, I jinxed it. Lose some money on a UFC fight night. Up next, bet number one, Garcia Davis with Late Night. How does the eternal question go? What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Well, that's the type of matchup we're looking at in a super fight between Ryan Garcia and Gervonta Davis. The battle between Garcia and Davis, two of the most dynamic boxers on the planet, will happen in Las Vegas in April 22nd. The fighters will compete at 136-pound catchweight. The negotiations behind that must be boring as hell. And Showtime will be airing the event on a pay-per-view format. Davis, considered the 10th best active pound-for-pound boxer in the world, supports a record of 27 and oh, oh, with 25 wins by knockout, while Garcia is at the top contender at 135 pounds. It's easy to see why Tank sits as a moderate favorite in Davis versus Garcia. The odds right now, Garcia is a plus 200, and Gervonta Davis is a minus 275. We welcome in our guest, Late Night, to be talking about this boxing match. Late Night, how excited are you for this? I, Andrew, first of all, 
Thanks for having me. Oh, buddy. I love talking boxing yeah. with you. Yeah. Mainly because no one else will talk <laughs> boxing with me in my life. I am I am amped for this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, honestly, Spence Crawford is a fight that I would almost personally be more interested yeah. in. But I think for the state of what boxing is, this is fantastic. Two fighters who are still on their way up. Absolutely. Uh, potentially in their prime, laying it all on the line with undefeated records. You can't ask for anything better. Yeah, they're both under 30. You know, like there's a, there's a big part of that you and I talk about all the time, you know, outside of just gambling as a whole, but for the survival of boxing, and like, by the way, boxing's doing fine. They yeah. make a ton of money. That's what it is. But it's more for the fans themselves that we want to see good fighters face good fighters. Yes. Not when they're 37, but when they're still on the way up. These guys both being under 30 and deciding to do this. I agree with you. Crawford, Spence, it's going to be a great fight. This is the fight I got in front of me. Yeah. So this is the fight that I'm like, I hope it breaks every record so that Spence and Crawford go like, you know, we should do this, right? We should make a lot of money together. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm amped to see it. It's one of those, you know, when it was first announced, in my mind, mm-hmm. this was Davis all the way. I was like, there's no way he isn't winning this fight. That's and I, st- I still kind of have an element of that. Yeah. But man, you look at some of the lines in this and and some of the arguments on the other side of it, especially when you, you start talking about the speed of of uh, Garcia and, yeah. his, and his left hook and, and how much he can bring to the table, how much, it, how much more powerful it is than what it looks like, especially given his frame. You start to wonder, like, can he catch... Davis, is it is it possible? Yeah, can he stay on the outside enough? I, I th- you know, obviously, I think the odds being the way they are, minus two seventy five, plus two hundred, you know, they're pretty lengthy odds for what people are anticipating to be a real super fight. Yeah, is mostly because it is a matchup style dependent uh, fight. You draw it to Davis, kind of slower. You know, conditioning has been a question in the past yep. a little bit, but good God, he's got diamond in his hands. He's got that left uppercut that works so so well. And then Ryan Garcia, he moves around like hell. You know, he, he's, his head movement can be very good, can be very good at times, but he's fast. He's fast as hell. He'll hit you twice before you even know it. And so in that way, it's a really interesting fight. You know, I just want to ask you more than anything. Gervonta Davis being this favorite, this heavy of a favorite, uh-huh. you can imagine how people think he's going to win. Yeah. Gonna be, he's going to put leather on head. Yeah. And he's going to knock out Ryan Garcia. Yes. Right? How do you see Garcia winning this fight? It would, it would have to be either he plays very well on the outside and point yeah. scores. He's got incredibly fast, fast hands. Yes. Yes. But I think he's going to be looking for the knockout. And I think that's mm. ultimately what's going to be his demise. I cannot picture him winning on points because I think the longer it goes, the more likely it is that he's going to get knocked out. Yeah. I kind of think it has to be Garcia with a surprise knockout early, yeah. Yeah. like first within the, the first six, seven rounds, or it's Davis every other way that I see it. Yeah, I, I, I could totally see that. I, I Garcia and points has been something that's been in my head for a long time. Yeah. Of like, you know, Garcia and decision should be the way we're going to go. Because, like, there's two things. Davis has had way tougher fights in the past. Sure. He's fought, much, like, even the Romero fight most recently. Yep. That's a good fighter. You know yep. what I mean? Garcia's been a little bit more picky with his yes. fights. He's been a little bit more ESPN focused. And he's been knocked down. And he has been knocked down. But I think one of the biggest ones that you could talk about is Gervonta Davis is five for five. Yeah. You know, and 67 and a half reach. Uh, Ryan Garcia is 5'10". It, and, and he's only got two and a half inch reach advantage because of that. So the height doesn't really line up with the arms, but that's a really big difference in size. And it, it is, but in terms of styles, like you don't need, Davis doesn't need to be taller. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what Garcia lacks with his height, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about how fast he is and how yeah. he can have good head movement. I've been very unimpressed with his footwork. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the reason why he got caught and got knocked down against Campbell. He looked yeah. very flat footed. And I think if he can't, constantly stay on the outside of, of Davis for the yeah. whole fight and nothing in his history has proven that he would be able to do so. I think eventually he gets caught. I think, I think eventually 
not only will he get caught, but if he can't stay away from him enough to score points and get out of there before yeah. Davis can can land some leather, there's no I, I can't picture a situation in which he wins it that way. You know, it's so funny because like Tank's got like almost a 93% knockout rate. Like, yeah. he just he knocks out everybody. Chris, he is not far behind at 83. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he does knock out quite a few people, even though he doesn't have the raw natural power of Davis. Sure. But the, the difference is I if you had to paint the picture for for Garcia, in my mind, it's conditioning. Yep. It's Garcia just running circles around him. Because Davis uh, against uh, Gamboa, the Cuban fighter, yep. really did gas. Like, yeah. he he really gassed, and you start to think, like, oh, shit. Like, I, I totally understand the, the thinking behind this one is this is a real big fight. You know, I'm going to show up in the best shape possible. It's really not stopped him from having some weird extracurriculars outside the ring. Yes. Yeah, so maybe he's not as focused as we think. But I think he's going to show up in better shape. But in my mind, Garcia just working him his way around, spinning him around constantly, I think would be a strategy. If if he can, again, I, I haven't really seen much of, of Davis or of, of Garcia doing that in past yeah. fights. He's always going for the knockout. And yeah. it, for a guy who looks wiry like he is mm. and is so fast, I would imagine he would almost pull a Mayweather at some point and start focusing on wins via points. But it, it looks almost like he's so reliant on that left hook yeah. that that he it's his signature and he wants to put a statement on it. It could be his undoing. Maybe this is the fight where he changes that. Yeah. Where he says, you know what? I'm playing this for points. I'll eat my words. I would love to see a fight like that where Davis just backs him down the whole time and Garcia stays on the outside. Fantastic. Conditioning and preparation is definitely an issue for yeah. Davis, though. Yeah. I think about, you know, they both fought Fonseca. Yep. Davis, it took him till the eighth round. He also missed weight and mm -hmm. he fought like he was lazy and he didn't want at that fight. Garcia knocks him out in the first round, just obliterates him. That is, is that a comparison? You know, Fonseca's a little bit older at that point, yep. maybe lost a step, possibly. But the question is, does did Davis learn enough from moments like that to really get himself better conditioned and better, just a better training principle to show yeah. up ready. Everything I've seen, at least out of his camp, says he's so dedicated now yeah. to this fight and all he cares about is winning, that if that is true, he would look very scary in the ring against anyone you put him in front of. I completely agree with you. Like, I, I, it's hard for me to escape this this Davis idea, and that's why I, the first question has to be, like, how do you think Garcia is going to win? Because yeah. he's such a big underdog for an yeah. undefeated fighter. You know, so I got to ask you, so... If you're leaning on this fight, if you're going to be gambling on this fight, if you're going to be losing money on this fight, uh -huh. where are you putting your money? I think I'm putting money, weirdly, on Davis mm. winning the fight in the second half of the fight. Okay. I, I, I think it's going to be by knockout. Okay. And Davis has proven that he has knockout power later. Again, we talked about Fonseca. Yeah. And there's there was a question whether, whether was he toying with him to knock him out that late. Yes. But he Davis has had a propensity to start a little slow, feel everyone out. I'm always a fan of a fighter doing that. I don't need the early knockouts. Totally. And I don't think Davis is going to be stupid enough to try to end this fight, even with all the, the pressure on him to, to put a staple mm -hmm. on this or a statement on it. I think he might wait until round seven or eight to do it. Yeah, it's kind of like a Canelo thing the first two rounds he kind of yep. throws away and goes like oh, okay now i got your speed yeah. all right here we go I, I think i think this ends via davis knockout in between episode uh, episodes rounds four and and eight or something okay along those lines. oh that's but, interesting yeah. we're kind of we're a little similar in that way you're going to get knockouts right now at davis around plus 130 to plus 190 depending on where you're going to be betting so they're not giving you a lot of juice on this one but coming down from a minus 275 for a victory you know that's the way to do it that's kind of my thinking as well yeah i'm i'm going a little further than you you know i if, if Garcia's improved some of his uh, vulnerabilities, I get that, such as leading with his chin all sure. the goddamn time, yep. uh, then there's a good chance this fight goes to the judge's scorecard. Mm -hmm. You know, if he can dance around and move around, but it's it's Davis who has improved his gas tank since the bout versus Gimboa. We'll see. We'll test his metal and the body of Virgin giving out. I am going to take... 
Davis via decision. Wow. Plus 600. It was my way of trying to swing on this fight to try and make some money here. I could see Garcia getting tough to get knocked out, but I could still see Davis doing the majority of the damage. Yeah. And so much like you, I'm going to take the over seven and a half rounds too yeah. at minus 120. I, I, I don't think that's impossible. In fact, I think that everyone who needs to see a knockout in this fight might be disappointed. Right. I think these are two smart fighters, yeah. with, regardless of, of how much they talk about wanting to knock the other person out. I could see this just being them going for points and, and being happy with it. The one thing I worry about, though, mm-hmm. is we haven't seen Garcia take a ton of body shots. That's true. And will he have the gas tank in rounds 8 to 12 if if Davis can really put some leather on his on his tummy? That, may, yeah, that makes total sense, especially the height difference, too. You get up tight like Davis wants to, and he's going to go to the body a lot. Yeah. Can, trying to open it open his hands up so they can get to the chin eventually too so let me let me ask you this before yeah. we go betting aside because yeah. i'm not a betting man but i love talking boxing yeah. i'm in the wrong place as, <laughs> as a man. but who do you not think who do you want to win this fight i want ryan garcia to win i want ryan garcia to win this really fight for you some too weird, weird reason davis is he's a great fighter you know like what he does in the ring is unbelievable but Personally, he's got some questionable things on his record. You're being nice, yeah. Uh, being very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Garcia, I don't know if you've been watching these Showtime uh, yes. uh, inside the, the the ring before they they yeah, fight. Garcia, access or whatever, yeah, yeah, is incredibly charming. He's so charming. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. He, we honestly, I made this joke the other day. I don't. I. We could be looking at another Oscar De La Hoya yeah. if he wins. Yeah. He is that guy. He's just a handsome guy that speaks incredibly well. And man, is he a killer in the ring. Yeah. I just hope, I hope that, you know, like that youth, he's only 24, right? Yeah. So that youth of getting knocked down and maybe not taking it as seriously as he did, can he can propel him against a really good fighter. Ryan Garcia winning would set a path to having a next star boxer for 10 more years. Yeah, I don't know who else stands up to him at that point. Totally. Then he's searching, he's going up and down weight classes. It's especially because he proves that he can beat the exact style that should be able to beat him. Totally. And the best at that style. Totally. It is It is a change of pace. And also Davis being, you know, a Floyd Mayweather guy and yep. like putting that whole like chapter to bed and, you know, instead of a pupil moving up. Yep. There's really, there's a lot on the line here that is that is super interesting and the future of boxing in it. I love it. Love, love these it. moments. Love to be, love being alive right now. Absolutely. Andrew. Well, late night. Thanks for coming on. We're going to recap your picks at the end of the show. But until then, we hope you have fun losing money. Two heavyweight beasts collide April 22nd, where third rank Sergey Pavlovich takes on fourth rank Curtis Blades at UFC Vegas 71. The five round main event occurs at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas with prelim fights beginning at around 4 p.m. Eastern time, and a main card on around at 8 p.m. Pavlovich right now is a plus 140 versus Curtis Blades at minus 170. So we've only seen Pavlovich lose in UFC action once, and that loss followed a blueprint Blades can easily mirror. When Alistair Overeem, wow, that's a reference, beat the Russian by the first round ground and pound in 2018, he got his opponent thinking to take down early, and Pavlovich seemed especially jumpy as prepared for the threat of a takedown, and that opened some shots to the body and an option for a tie clinch, which is what did him in. Blaze doesn't have Overeem's power, but he is a smarter wrestler and put Pavlovich on his back. From there, the fight is over. Watch Blades faint a few takedowns early on with the purpose of dropping Pavlovich's hands for some strikes to the heads. Blades is the best at taking their guys down and giving them some noogies for about 25 minutes, just giving them some solid hugs, some solid cuddles for 25 minutes. But he's got pop in his hands, for sure, and certainly enough power to damage Pavlovich. Just ask uh, Chris Dawkins, whom Blames folded in the second round at UFC Columbus in March 2022. But... Sometimes strength just wins out. 
And ladies and gentlemen, Pavlovich is the UFC's newest Terminator. The 30-year-old has a massive 84-inch reach advantage and he uses it to just rinse opponents at range. He used that running gun style to knock out both Derek Lewis and Tai Tuivasa, both in under one minute. Ugh. We know Blades can be put out. In the fight versus Lewis in 2021, Lewis bopped him in the chin during the takedown attempt for a spectacular KO. Knees and uppercuts will be Pavlovich's best defense against Blades on Saturday night. And the Russian's power and long limbs, it only takes one strike to end this fight, right? This bout will end up being lopsided in one direction. Either Blades secures early control time and wins the fight that way, or Pavlovich blasts him and everything goes home early. And right now... I've had a hard time picking against Pavlovich. He's, he's being groomed as a future champion, and he served as the backup fighter in UFC 285 and appears hungrier than Blades. Curtis is no slouch, but I'll take Pavlovich to win at plus 140, and that's enough value for me. Though I doubt he wins a decision, so sprinkle a little bit of cash on maybe a Sergey KO or an under two and a half rounds if you're so inclined. Our bets will be Pavlovich to win plus 140, an under two and a half rounds, and a little bit of a sprinkle on Pavlovich via KO TKO. The other fight we want to talk about that just got promoted to a co-main event is Bruno Silva takes on Brad Tavares in the middleweight fight at UFC Vegas 71. It's a three-round middleweight fight. Okay, Tavares is right now a minus 170 to Silva's plus 140. The longer the fight goes on, the better it is for Tavares. The 35-year-old holds the record. I could have made so many people guess. Who holds the record for this? The 35-year-old holds the record for the most fight time in UFC history because he has 16 decisions, 12 wins, four losses. It's something that Tavares has just two stoppage wins in 21 fights, but it's also like a testament to his durability. It's not maybe just a shot, but that's unbelievable. Silva isn't a technical uh, fighter. He's a brawler uh, who, go, uh, who got outwitted by a very raw Alex Pereira not too long ago. Tavares needs to play defense and keep moving, and that's how he hung around for the full 15 minutes uh, against uh, DDP in his last fight. Recently, Silva had a three-fight knockout streak derailed by two losses. He's deserving of his underdog status here, but I think the fight will be very close. While the Brazilian's technique is spotty, maybe at best, he's more explosive than Tavares, and that'll go a long way. I'll back the dog Silva in this close middleweight fight, taking him out a win at a plus 140. That's good enough for me, but you can also double down on a Silva to win inside the distance at plus 215. Okay, all those bets. Let's do a recap. All right, here are the bets that I'm going to be making this weekend. We're going to take Javante Davis via decision at plus 600 and over seven and a half rounds at minus 120. For the UFC fight night, we're going to be taking Pavlovich to win at plus 140, the under two and a half rounds minus 275, and a sprinkle on Pavlovich by KOTKO at plus 175. We're also going to be taking Silva to win at plus 140 and a sprinkle on Silva inside the distance at plus 215. That's a lot of ways to lose money. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WIB on either Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok where we make free daily bets. We'll be back next week, most likely Wednesday, to be talking about, oh my goodness, the NFL Draft. We're going to be talking the NFL Draft, one of my favorite and stupidest ways to lose money. So that's just really our sweet spot there. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!